Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Becoming a member at Navy Federal Credit Union could help you to earn more and save more. Their certificate options could earn you more than standard savings accounts with competitive rates. Not all financial institutions offer you as many choices for savings options as Navy Federal does. For example, you can start... Your savings journey with a low minimum deposit, add money at any time, and watch your savings grow. Thanks to flexible terms, you can use Navy Federal savings options for all kinds of goals, short or long term. Navy Federal also offers equity loan options to help you get the funds you need to consolidate high interest debt, work on home improvements, or cover any of life's big expenses. To learn more, visit NavyFederal.org. At Navy Federal, their members are the mission. Navy Federal is insured by NCUA, equal housing lender, membership required. Terms and conditions apply, loan subject to approval. Here at How to Money, we're always encouraging listeners to think about some of the different ways they can earn some money on the side to reach their financial goals. And guess what? While you're away, your home could also earn extra income. Your empty space could be an Airbnb while you're traveling, because that's all you need to become an Airbnb host. Yeah, hosting is a lot easier than you might think, and you don't need to Airbnb a whole house. You can just host your extra spare room. So consider becoming an Airbnb host, because your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. Hey, it's Matt here for Health Aid Kombucha. This bubbly probiotic tea blended with real fruit juice is deliciously thirst-quenching and great for your gut health. Health Aid Kombucha comes in many flavors like Pink Lady Apple, Passion Fruit Tangerine, and Ginger Lemon, which is one of my favorites since it has that extra ginger kick. I'm a big fan, though the kids prefer the the mango lemonade. It's organic, it's non-GMO, and a great alternative to sodas and other sugary drinks. Just look for the brown bottle with an anchor in your local stores. Give it a try today. Make Health Aid Kombucha your go-to for a healthier, happier you. Welcome to How to Money. I'm Joel. And I'm Matt. And today, we're talking about getting a deal on craft beer. Yeah, I am glad that we were talking about this one, man. Beer is a key part of what we do. So I think it's about time that we dedicate an entire episode to craft beer. I agree. So most episodes, you don't have to be a craft beer aficionado to enjoy this podcast. And most episodes, we'll be talking about money in some way, form, or fashion. And today's no different. But today, specifically, we're talking about how to save money when buying craft beer. But first, Matt, we also love biking. And I saw this article in our local newspaper and I just had to bring it up. I figured we had to discuss. Uh, as people learned in episode one, I bike to work uh-huh. uh, pretty frequently on my electric bike. And this guy in Atlanta... Yeah, I read it. You see, yeah. I actually checked my email and <laughs> I, read, <laughs> I read the article you sent me. So He's giving us a bad rap, man. Us electric bike riders. Not cool. Oh, I thought you were going to take his side where... You think his his uh, bike passes as an e-bike? No, and okay. we will post a link to the story on the show notes so you can see the picture of this dude on this ride. I don't know what else to call it. I his mean, ride. Yeah, but this is well, sh- yeah. Share the story then with him. So basically, this guy Carl gets pulled over and he doesn't have a driver's license. He doesn't think he needs one because he's on his quote-unquote electric bike but if you look at a picture of it it looks <laughs> exactly like a moped it's a, yeah it's a scooter and essentially they sell this type of moped with pedals uh so it's a moped it's an electric moped and they sell it with pedals and you can take the pedals on or off and he had the pedals off and he was like literally just which using makes the throttle, it a scooter which makes it a scooter um and even with the pedals on it's i mean a, do they work like it, can you actually pedal it and it'll it'll push you forward i don't know i i'd be surprised based on the look of it but yeah. Maybe. So as a kid growing up, like all the guys, you know, it was like the cool thing to do. But before before you got your driver's license, like that's what you kind of rode around the neighborhood, like these little mopeds, little 50cc, you know, engine mopeds. Totally. And that's exactly what it looks like. I mean, the dude's where he's wearing a bike helmet, if you notice. <laughs> he is wearing a bike helmet. You're <laughs> he's right. He's wearing a bike helmet. But I mean, that's, it's just straight up a, a little scooter. Uh, and 
it said I, I, was, I again I read the article and it said that they're taking it to court because they're trying to you know it's like a huge case they're like oh we're going to set the precedent a landmark electric yeah. bike case well it's going all the way to the Supreme yeah. Court <laughs> he said that their argument was that because it doesn't have a combustion engine meaning that like oh because it has an electric motor it's not a real real vehicle except they make Tesla yeah exactly <laughs> or and like in the Leafs and all these other electric cars electric uh, motorcycles <laughs> go like a thousand miles per hour yes you know? yeah so I don't think that's gonna stand up that's a terrible argument at all and I think they're just trying to make a big stink of it but. yep so this guy Carl we'll post a link to the story you be the judge we'd love to hear your comments you, on it you, uh, you used to have a uh, scooter I used right. to have a scooter. I used to have a 49cc scooter that just I... Just skirting it right under the... Uh, just under the law of... <laughs> well, yeah, that's... So that's the legal... 50, you have to have it registered and pay insurance and that's right. all that, right? So that's a legal limit in most states. And my moped would go about 45 miles per hour. That's solid. And I'd whip around town. And I mean, how do you think I got my wife, dude? <laughs> Pulling up on that, baby. That's... Makes the ladies holla. I mean, and you get good gas mileage. I bet you got... I mean, on a motorcycle, most motorcycles, you can get close to like 80 miles per gallon. Yeah, that's 70, and, 80 miles per gallon, you know? That's what I was getting on the scooter yeah, around town, about 70 or 80. And I lived within two to three miles. This was before electric bikes were really. I, I don't know. They're probably around, but they're not a, weren't at all what they were today. Yeah, they're, they're they today. weren't mainstream. Nobody was talking about them. I didn't know a thing about electric bikes at that point. And uh, a scooter kind of fell into my lap for pretty cheap. And I zipped around town a bunch on that. And I got to say, it was so much fun uh the electric bike kind of gives me that wind blowing through my hair feel that i used to get on the moped yeah uh, so i get that from I, it but yeah you get on the electric bike and you just kind of go yeah when we put your bike together that first time and we, we both kind of hopped on there together that's right man it was a, a sight to behold <laughs> you'd be riding on your electric bike but i totally agree so I, I used to have a motorcycle it wasn't 49 cc it was uh 550 so it was a 76 honda cb 550 and which by the way those are beautiful machines pretty sweet yeah that's my dream someday i want to have one of those and like honestly a lot of fun it's not really that expensive financially it's more maritally expensive uh well yeah with with kids man i mean i know there's plenty of people that have motorcycles and have kids but it's just something that's not as high on my priority list right now i'd rather have a nicer beer. <laughs> have a lot of nicer beers, Speaking right? Speaking of which, we'll get to how to save money on craft beer in just seconds. But uh, as always, we drink a beer on the show. And today's beer is Lindemann's Oud Creek Lambic Ale Cuvée Rene. Uh, a creek is a cherry sour. Mm-hmm. And Lindemann's, this is our first beer, Matt, that we're drinking that's like from a, outside the United yeah, States. Yeah, we've been sticking local. Yeah. As in the United States local. <laughs> So now we're jumping across the pond and cracking this cherry sour lambic. And these lambics, um, they're spontaneously fermented, mm-hmm. and so which means that literally the beer sits out in the open uh, and the wild yeast of the air interact with it. And then they put it into barrels to essentially age for it could, what could be years and usually is years. Mm-hmm. And so this beer probably took two years to make. And the oud in front of this usually just means old. And so yeah. this is, this essentially is aged longer. And so the, it translates literally as old cherry. Yeah. This is an old cherry lambic beer. And the longer it's aged, the, the more rich and deep the flavors usually become. Mm-hmm. So let's crack it. Yeah. Yeah. So how much did you pick this, this, uh, this bottle up for? This is $11. Split two ways. Not too bad. That was eventful. <laughs> I love that. I don't know if you caught that, folks, but it immediately started bubbling over because it was a little, little shook up. And the uh, technique I went with was put my mouth directly on the bottle <laughs> to, <laughs> to not waste any of this precious beer. So, all right, well, I get something to clean that up, and then we'll continue. If anything, man, this this feels a little more appropriate. It just smells like beer everywhere now, and I feel like we're we're doing it right. Spill it all over the table. You get that smell in the whole room, you know? It's, it's everywhere. <laughs> uh, but the smell, oh. intoxicating. Yeah. Right. Pours a, pours a deep, deep red. I mean, unless you're holding up to the light, you know, I mean, it's almost black. Like a, like there's just tons of cherries in it. Yeah, yeah. In general, when you're at the package store looking at these different beers, you're going to see a lot of Oud Creeks. It's a style. It's, it's, it's like IPA. Yeah. It's not like a trademark name per and se. Like almost everybody makes an IPA now. And like a ton of these Belgian brewers make Oud Creeks. Yeah. and make different kinds of creeks. Yep. And that's just literally like a cherry sour beer and they're all going to taste a little bit different. 
So you might want to try some from a bunch of different breweries and figure out which one you're into. I, I like a lot of them. Yeah. So it's sort of like uh, whiskey. So bourbon, right? In order to be considered a bourbon, it's a whiskey that's made in Kentucky. Well, is it specifically Bourbon County? Yeah, it okay. is. Yep. Um, and then so there's Belgian beers, but then Lambics are a type of Belgian beer, uh, but not all Belgian beers are Lambics. And they're typically brewed in this one small region of Belgium. It's the Seine River Valley. And that's like... Sounds so romantic. <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> well, that's where you get some of like literally the best beer in the world. Uh, some of these brewers have been brewing lambics there for generations upon generations Um, and so they've really kind of perfected a style and the belgian beer scene is so so different than the u.s beer scene you know belgium and the united states are probably the two best countries for beer but the united states we kind of have that like rebel status we're making like these crazy big beers and different styles like triple ipas and like barrel aged stouts and and this lambic style has been around for forever mm-hmm. and people in the united states over the last 10 15 years were really kind of starting to develop an appreciation for what some of these amazing beers that the belgians have been yeah. producing for ages i think that folks are brewers especially uh, are realizing too how difficult it is to do what it is that the, they do in belgium right and we, we talked about this a little bit early on how with lamb- lambics are characterized specifically by the wild yeasts in bacteria even too in the air that ferment the beer well in the u.s or in most any other uh, country where they're where you're making beer you have a very precise yeast strain and you know and it's measured to be exact that goes into the beer to behave exactly like you want it to to create the beer that you want that's why these lambics are basically impossible to kind of replicate because they don't know how much is <laughs> how much yeast in, in the different stuff that's in the air that's fermenting the beer and it characterizes it very specifically to that region so it's almost impossible to reproduce yeah and uh, again when you're using uh, wild yeast that's roaming around and and interacting with the beer when you're not you know measuring it out yourself in a brewing process how can you replicate that yeah, you, no you don't you can't and so they they call it uh, brewers call it the terroir yeah. right so you're getting that you're getting and and they say that the terroir of the Seine Valley is different than anywhere else and so that that makes this unique that you can't make a lambic anywhere else because the terroir there is specific and different. And so that's kind of, they're known for this specific kind of beer. So. Cheers, man. Cheers, brother. Smells amazing. Like to think that all that went into it, what we just said, absolute perfection. That is an amazing beer. Mm. It's got that natural cherry sweetness. So there's a Lindemann's Oud Creek, but this is specifically Lindemann's Oud Creek Cuvée René, which I'm pretty sure I remember looking, uh, looking this up. And there isn't additional sugars added to this one. So in general, I think this one tends to be a little more tart and a little more, a little more puckery than just your uh, the the standard Oud Creek. Yeah, and is that right? And well, and especially with the Lindemans because Lindemans is kind of known for adding some syrups and sugars, I think, or at least that's what it tastes like to me uh, on their normal mm-hmm. uh, on some of their normal lambics, uh, and so they're kind of known as more of like a mass producer, but this particular beer, it's like a brewer's choice, right? <laughs> yeah. This is like one of their, their better beers. And it's only a couple dollars more than some of those that I think are just kind of meh. Uh, and so, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of, of most of the basic line of Lindemann's, but this one in particular is super tasty and definitely worth picking up if you find it at your local bottle shop. In general, this drinks, it's, it's pretty carbonated. If you couldn't, if you didn't pick that up uh, from popping that cork and <laughs> having it go everywhere, but it's nice and sour. I think some of the beers we've had on the show that are sours haven't been quite as tart. This one's got a real nice tartness mm-hmm. to it, and it's got more of that funky sort of flavor profile that you get with the lambics that yeah. are, that are um, naturally uh, spontaneously fermenting when they leave these giant vats just open and exposed to the air for. As they collect, <laughs> again, collect the yeast. It sounds weird to say, and it sounds, you know, not very hygienic, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but brewers are starting to do that in the U.S. as well. And it's definitely, I mean, it's a it's a legitimate technique. It, and it's, yeah, it's a trend that's really catching on here. Exactly. Because, you know, some of the U.S. brewers have started to have some of these amazing beers. And they're like, you know what? I mean, we can't call it a Lambic, but 
we'll try our hand at whatever this is. I guess it, they're calling it spontaneously fermented. Yeah, beer. that's like the U.S. version. Yeah. So similar of, technique, though. Instead of calling it bourbon, they're calling it Kentucky whiskey or something like that. You know, it's it's their alternate name, but it's their attempt at that style. So we've mentioned on the show how we've got a Dominican trip coming up. We're going to celebrate, Joel, you and Emily. You're both turning 40 this year, so Woo-hoo. we're doing it up right. And a lot of listeners, they might have trips of their own planned. And sometimes those vacations can get expensive. So what better way to offset some of those costs than to have your home earning some money while you're away? Yeah, that's right. Why let it sit empty when it can be earning extra income on your behalf? It's a smart and practical thing to do. So think it through. Maybe you have some extra space in your home. Maybe you have a whole house to host. Or maybe you're going on vacation and your home is just going to be sitting empty. In every case, you can Airbnb it. You already have the space, so it won't be a huge adjustment. Yeah, I mean, the way I see it, if you're not using your space, you've got two options. You can either let it just sit there empty, or you can do some optimizing and make some money off of it. Really, if you think about it, you already have an Airbnb. You just need to start using it. Your home, it might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. Joel, I think there are a lot of folks who start small businesses and they're surprised at the amount of behind the scenes, the admin type work that they're not all that thrilled about. Getting your books together with uh, with some final figures so that you can file your corporate taxes, for instance. That's something we've been in the middle of. But it can really gum up the gears, potentially keeping you from doing the work you love. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,000. 25 and 1. That's right. Yeah, 37,000, that's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. And one, because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow, all in one place. There's a lot of power in the simplification of having all that information in one place. Helps you make better decisions. That's right. And right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash howtomoney. That's netsuite.com slash howtomoney to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash howtomoney. A big part of being a responsible adult is taking care of the things you care about. For instance, my bike that I ride in to work on. I keep the tires pumped. I keep the chain greased. Gone are the days of leaving your bike out in the rain for weeks at a time, like a kid. (laughs) Simply put, the things futures are built around are the things worth protecting. And making an estate plan now means gaining security of your assets and peace of mind for you and your loved ones. With Trust & Will, you can create and manage a custom estate plan starting at just $199. Go to trustandwill.com slash howtomoney for 10% off plus free document shipping. As the primary breadwinner for our family, I've taken the steps to ensure that Kate and the kids that they're going to be taken care of if something terrible happens to me. Each will or trust is state-specific and customized to your needs. Their simple step-by-step process guides you from start to finish with ease. So get the peace of mind you deserve by creating your estate plan with Trust & Will. Secure your assets and protect your loved ones with Trust & Will. Get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents by visiting trustandwill.com slash howtomoney. That's 10% off and free shipping at trustandwill.com slash howtomoney. And now a word from the show's sponsors at Betterment. Do you want your money to dream big? Do you want your money to be a total self-starter? Are you annoyed that your money doesn't work hard enough? Don't worry. Betterment is here to help. Betterment is the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Their automated technology is built to help maximize returns, meaning when you invest with Betterment, your money can auto-adjust as you get closer to your goal. Rebalance if your portfolio gets too far out of line and your dividends are automatically reinvested. That can increase the potential for compound returns. In other words, your money is breaking a sweat while you can be breaking bread. You'll never picture your money the same way again. Betterment, the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. All right, so we're talking about this awesome beer we're having, Matt. And let's move into the ways that people out there can get a deal on craft beer. How can they save money while drinking really good stuff? Yeah, well, first, I mean, I think it's worth mentioning that it's kind of funny because we talk about how we pour, like we pour beer and we want to not be poor in the future. <laughs> but now we're talking about how to like be cheap with our beer now 
which seems kind of counter <laughs> counter uh poor not poor but we'll also talk about how cheap is too cheap yeah yeah and in general just because you like something and you're willing to pay money on it doesn't mean you need to always pay top dollar for something i'm still looking for a deal Yes, exactly. There's there's ways to save and still drink really good beers. Uh, and there's also a time to splurge. And so we'll, mm-hmm. we'll talk about that too. Well, yeah, Joel. So the first way uh, we've, we're going to talk about to save uh, money on craft beer is to brew your own. And have you done that? Uh, brewed your own before? Never tried my hand at it. So I have once <laughs> and I don't have, so I don't have much experience with it, but I mean, years ago, again, when I was living, living the bachelor life li- up in North Carolina, a friend of ours brought over his homebrew equipment and I think he actually gifted it to us. And so we didn't have to pay for any of that stuff. And we just bought the ingredients and we made our, a Russian Imperial stout just right off the bat. Nice. I will be honest with you. I think at the time I didn't know what a Russian Imperial stout was <laughs> <laughs> back then. I was sort of, uh, I was a noob when it came to craft beer. So you were like, taste just like beer. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, it tastes like, like the dirt. <laughs> tastes like earth but but yeah and so that was my our first foray into it and we only did it one time because i think i'm i was lazy back then but it was for us a very affordable way to to make beer because we did the math even back then and we were able to keep it under uh it's under a dollar per beer brewing beer on a regular basis you could probably get it to 50 cents a beer something like that i would imagine if you're reusing things and shopping your ingredients well, figuring things out. I think you could probably, we're not home brewing experts, but you could probably get it to around 50 cents a beer and that's super cheap. And then you also get to make a variety of styles. You get to kind of learn the process. That's really cool. It's just out of reach for at least me right now. It's not something I'm terribly interested in. And part, partly my opinion is there are so many good beers that other people are making. Exactly. Yeah. Why am I going to say, <laughs> and I'm so picky at this point mm-hmm. about how my beer tastes. We've, we've refined our, our tastes too much yeah. in order to, <laughs> to uh, start from scratch and maybe brew, brew our own beer. I'm going to hate my life for like a full year while I try to brew just a halfway decent beer. It's worth mentioning too. I mean, brewing beer, like any hobby can really get away from you if you let it. And what I mean by that is if you, I mean, if you get really into it and get really nerdy into it, you're going to want to spend more and more money on it. So you need to know yourself and know what your tendencies are as far as things like that. Cause you might want to, I mean, you can drop, you know, a couple thousand on a homebrew equipment, in which case it does not make it a more affordable way to, right. to brew beer. Uh, but if you enjoy it, Hey, that that's man, more power to you. You can make awesome beer, have all the gear to go with it, but that's not what we're talking about really today. You can get into biking to save money and then oh, exactly. start getting yeah. crazy and start spending money on all the gears and the fancy bikes. And nice it turns metaphor. Out, turns out you don't really save all that much money after all. Get you a scooter with pedals built in and then you get a, a <laughs> ticket and then before you know it, you're in court. That dirtbag, Carl. <laughs> oh, not cool, man. So consider brewing your own if you're interested, if it like excites you and, and you're really thinking about it more from, you know, how can I consume decent beer at a cheaper price? Brew your own. Think about it. Yeah, you can get a homebrew kit. I mean, a basic homebrew kit for fifty bucks. Yeah, fifty bucks to a hundred bucks. You can get a get set up real well. And from there, uh, basically, the more beer you brew, the less expensive it's going to be per bottle as you continue to do it. Way to save number two: drink at home. This honestly is, I think, one of the most overlooked ways to save money when it comes to when it comes to craft beer, man. Because I mean, this is something we do all the time. Obviously, we're doing it right now. Right now. (laughs) But I think a lot of people associate having beers with going out. They're like, oh, man, let's go out and get some beers. When, how about we just stay in and get some really good beers? You can spend the same amount of money. Well, you can spend way less money drinking beers in. So you can, uh, you know, we do this from time to time. Me, I do this with you, with other friends, whatever. Split, Split a bottle of beer with my wife. And we drink really good beers. That if we were to go out for just decent beers, we would have paid more after tip and everything else that goes on oh, yeah. top of going out to a place and ordering. ordering you're sitting beers. there and you're like, all right, I'm going to go ahead and order some fries because I can't control myself. Yeah. 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 So there's all these things that are going to tempt you to spend more if you go out for beers. Mm-hmm. But if you stay in and split a couple IPAs or split a super sweet Ood Creek, whatever it is, you're going to save a lot of money. This 
beer right here, Matt. We're splitting this, and this is enough beer to sip on for a couple hours just because it's so tasty and mm-hmm. sippable. That it, and it's five bucks each. Yeah. I mean, this out would at least, I mean, what do you think? At least twice as much. Oh, yeah. But, but I mean, with tax and tip, like you're looking at maybe close to three times that for this specific beer. Yeah. And a lot of beers are like that. A pint of an IPA is probably going to be six or seven dollars, depending on where you live, maybe a little bit cheaper. Who knows? But, you know, a six pack and I just I have a 12, one 12 ounce beer that night and that cost me probably a dollar fifty to two dollars max if it's yeah. a really good one. That's true. And maybe it goes without saying, too, but our focus when it comes to beer, obviously, we're calling it craft beer. We're all about quality over quantity. If you're just listening to us for the first time, we're not like two beer bros looking to crush some beers uh, <laughs> when, we, when we go out. We're looking to have like some nicer beers and like Joel said you know, likely fewer beers, but sometimes not fewer. But in general, we're drinking fewer, uh, fewer of these nicer beers than we are some light American Pilsner. Right, where you crush three of those and forget about it. Yeah. Uh, You know, these beers, we're really conscious about how much we're imbibing and and what we're drinking. And so, yeah, I want to drink something really good when I'm at home. And and most nights I'll have one 12-ounce beer. And that's, you know, it might be a really good IPA or it might be a really good Like clockwork. Every night. Time for my beer. <laughs> Almost, man. Almost. You're, I have like a rhythm to it now. Yeah, I know you do. You're, you're more of a machine than I am. I, I feel like I forget about it. I feel like it's more kind of like on your mind where you're like, oh, it's time, it's, you know, time for a beer. Whereas, well, I, I think we could probably safely say that I'm even more of a craft beer nerd than you. Oh, yeah, yeah. You've got... Yeah, your your pantry, your cell, your beer cellars. I mean, your shelves are lined. Well, it's a shame. It's barely you can barely even call it a beer cellar, but <laughs> it, it does exist, and there are a few it sitting exists. in there. However, so if you do go out though, there's ways to also save uh, when it comes to getting a good beer, good craft beer when you go out, right? Yep. So happy hours and local specials. Those are going to be the ways to save mm-hmm. if you're going out for beers. So if whether it's at a brewery or a bar, there's probably a three dollar pint night on Tuesdays or whatever BOGO on Thursdays, whatever it is, man, make sure to plan your drinking nights out with friends around some of those specials that you can find. And some restaurants also have like these combos. Have you seen? Have you noticed? I feel like more than one restaurant around around town has been doing that. It's like, like a beer and food combo? Yeah, like a burger, like a burger and beer for like five bucks or something like that. Oh, no, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Uh, you're gonna have to write that down for me. Yeah. So maybe you knock off work a little bit early because happy hours four to six and you grab a beer grab a beer then and uh and head home after that but if you do want to go out with friends and have beers that's a that's a good way to save some money and just kind of plan your drinking around saving money yeah something else to uh pay attention to is the how many ounces you get because a lot more beer or a lot more bars and uh, restaurants are doing smaller pours because they are starting to carry some of these nicer beers which is awesome and i'm all about that however you, you might go into a fancier place and they might you know stick you with like an eight ounce pour of of a beer and there even though it might be a nicer beer there's going to be a lot less value there than say if you go with a local 16 ounce pour of a local you know great ipa that you can get your hands on it's definitely worth paying attention to that yeah well so that gets us into our next point number four buy in bigger quantities and so i when i wrote this point and i was thinking mostly for home consumption buy six packs and avoid bombers Oh, Bombers yeah. are the 22 ounce beers that you find on a shelf, and and those are usually specialty packaged. And again, we're breaking our own rule here. Yeah, that's a lot of what we drink on the show. Yeah, because there's two of us here, and we're sharing. We're, yep, and, and and so we're it's not an extra special night for us to sit down and record. We're not trying to be <laughs> hypocrites here, but it, it is something I think about in my normal day to day craft beer drinking. Oh yeah, you're not going to pop one of these bottles when you're just home no. on a Wednesday. It's easier to consume, and it's way cheaper so thinking in terms of like what's a really good six pack i can get because that's going to save you some money or a 12 pack even. yeah or even a 12 pack man or it, if you're a costco member sometimes uh, especially some of the costcos out in california sell amazing beers by the case if i lived in california i would probably be exclusively drinking beer that i could buy at costco where we live the costcos have like a couple of decent craft beer selections but but they're by no means excellent. But if you're just kind of wanting a basic IPA, Costco is a great place to go for a case of like, like Lagunitas or Sierra Nevada or something oh, nice. like that. They got yeah. Lagunitas? Yeah. So, so I don't have a Costco membership, so I don't know what they have. I know. So I know Lag- Lagunitas, uh, man, when they came out with that Born Again yesterday, they rolled that out in 12 packs, even in 
Kroger, yeah. you, you know, like your standard local grocery stores, and we, which was a really affordable, I mean, you know, cause there's, you get that volume discount when you get those extra, you double that quantity and man, you got a great beer for a good price. Yeah. And fortunately I think we're starting to see the price war kind of kick in in craft beer too. So for a while there on the come up of craft beer, we were seeing, uh, just really, really expensive beers, smaller packaging, lots more bombers. And now craft beer, there's so many craft craft breweries which is awesome yeah but we're starting to see the prices kind of come down and the packaging formats change a little bit so we're seeing a lot more specialty beers in four packs instead of bombers a lot more four packs and six packs yeah and even some six packs and in, in cases yeah so yeah. it's really changing the pricing and pricing is going down and people are fighting for shelf space and so the pricing is starting to matter more and that means that you're going to be able to save more in your craft beer as you're buying six packs instead of bombers or whatever. Uh, and there's just so many good beers now out there that you can be a little pickier. Before, if you were really into craft beer, sometimes you'd have to spend that extra money on a bigger format that you m- might not have wanted to purchase. Uh, but there's so many good beers in six packs and 12 packs and cases now that you can be a little pickier and you can find really good beers that you can buy in bigger quantity. It's just going to save you money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So the next point is something that you do a good bit, uh, which is shopping the discount shelf or yeah. is it the, or the sale rack, the sale shelf, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. So and, and not every craft beer store has this, uh, but sometimes even Kroger's have this, right? So your your local grocery store might even have a discount shelf. It may have been a six pack where like some like maybe say half of them broke or something like that. And so they got these three random beers and they'll have them on the shelf by themselves and you can, they're selling them for cheap. Yeah. So if you can snag those up, you know, they might be 75 cents or a dollar a beer. Uh, and even some of these nicer beers that we like to drink, they go on half price at my local liquor store. Yeah. And so every week he's tossing something new up on the shelf. I'll take a look if it interests me, you know, I'll give it a go. Uh, like this one was not on the discount shelf, but sometimes he puts things on there that really don't expire. Some of these beers last for years. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of these Belgians last forever. A lot of the Belgians and a lot of the really good dark stouts. They just don't lose any flavor profile. And I mean, some of them even, yeah, I mean, they get even better. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, you're mentioning the stouts. Like some of them, so IPAs, you want to drink fresh. They're, they're all about freshness. It's think of it like a vegetable. So uh, if you see an IPA on the discount shelf. Avoid it. <laughs> avoid it or at minimum check the date first. Because yes. if it's not, if it's not been bottled within the last like three months, you probably don't want it. I will say I fell victim to that. The last discount beer I purchased was a six pack of a, of a double IPA. And it was one I hadn't had before. And it looked really good. And I was like, oh, man, it's priced really well. I think that I'm, I'm just going to go for it because it, I felt like it hadn't it had been released recently. So in my mind, I was like, oh, this is it's pretty fresh. But I took man, I, t- I brought that home and it was a drain pour. Oh. It, yeah. It, yeah. You got to watch out for some of those beers, especially IPAs. You want to avoid the IPAs on the discount shelf. But it just, yeah, it just, it was bad, man. You could tell as soon as you taste it. So in general, bad beers kind of have like a, there's a variety of off putting flavors. Sometimes they have, but that IPA in particular, I remember had like a metallic, like an, it felt like I had nickels and pennies in my mouth. It was just like this metallic gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but basically anytime there's just some odd flavors that you, you know, you feel like shouldn't be there. And if you got your beer off the discount shelf, it's probably old. Yep. Yep. And you know what? Like we said, old is okay in some cases, but old is not okay in the case of IPAs. It's just gross. So avoid that. But if your local brewery or bottle shop or grocery store has a discount shelf, make sure to check that out. You can find some great beers at a good discount, oftentimes looking through their discount bin. And then you want to talk about some of the big the big guys, the big names? Yeah. So if you want good beer, right? You're like, I really want a good IPA. Uh, There are a lot of great beers being made by some of the national craft brewers and they're cheaper than you're going to find usually going local. Um, So you and I, we tend to drink more local. We just care more about that. Uh, And, you know, years ago I would drink a lot of Sierra Nevada. I love Sierra Nevada. I've got nothing against them, but you know, my, I really want to support and drink kind of the more local stuff. But if you just want a good IPA, Sierra Nevada's got a bunch of them, right? Mm-hmm. They're really good at making good IPAs. And so... Yeah, you're a big fan. Of, is it Torpedo? Uh, I like Celebration every oh, like, winter. Yeah. They're Fresh Hop. 
It's a great one. I got a case of that at Costco for like 26 bucks. Nice. <laughs> it was fantastic. Yeah, so look at some of these national craft breweries like Sierra Nevada, Lagunitas. Yeah, Lagunitas makes some awesome. Like, man, they're, they're um, Hop Stupid. Yeah. That's like a great... And a lot of times they're releasing that in sort of the bigger format as well. Some kind of... Not the giant bottles, but slightly bigger. But that is an underrated, delicious IPA. Yeah, and Lagunitas is one of those that that rule against bombers. That's the only brewery it doesn't apply to. Because Lagunitas has some amazing bombers that are $4. Yeah, yeah. They're the only ones that have $4 bombers <laughs> out there, but they do. Nobody, nobody else is doing that. No, they managed to put out some really good beers at some really good prices. Uh-huh. So Sierra Nevada, Lagunitas... Dogfish Head, Founders, some of these big, bigger, more national breweries have 12, 15 packs, 24 packs that are really reasonably priced. And those guys are making some really good beers. They've been at it a long time. So if you're really just trying to stretch bang for your buck, but you want good IPAs or or good whatever, they brew lots of other great kinds of beers too. Uh, Definitely check out some of those bigger players. And those are also going to be what you find in Costco, right? Like, is Costco, are they selling any, any local breweries uh, that they, you've seen? Yeah, they will sell some local breweries. Oh, really? Uh, and yeah, it's de- impressive. It depends on the location, too. And, and just like it does with your grocery store, there's some grocery stores that really specialize in the craft beer thing, and there's some that don't care about it at all. Uh, I guess I thought Costco, is, with it being more of a national thing, they've got like their standard accounts or something. Yeah, no, they're all they're all doing the local thing. All That's of awesome. them are really getting into local. So yeah, super. Uh, cool. It just depends on on how hard they are, and and it can vary from you know we've got three Costco's in our in our vicinity, and it can vary between each one. Uh, and so some are you know more likely to whoever the beer buyer is there, they're more interested in shopping local beers. So like I said, I've heard friends in California that the selection of Costco is amazing. Really? They think it's some really killer beers. And for us here, I think there's a two or three local breweries that we can get like a case of. Right. But still nothing special in my mind. Nothing that I care enough about to buy. When Celebration comes out every year, I'll, I'll get a case maybe at Costco because I really like that beer and it's really cheap. So, uh, But for the most part, it completely depends on which Costco it is, which grocery store it is. So check the one in your area. Yeah. So we've mentioned on the show how we've got a Dominican trip coming up. We're going to celebrate, Joel, you and Emily. You're both turning 40 this year, so we're doing it up right. And a lot of listeners, they might have trips of their own planned. And sometimes those vacations can get expensive. So what better way to offset some of those costs than to have your home earning some money while you're away? Yeah, that's right. Why let it sit empty when it can be earning extra income on your behalf? It's a smart and practical thing to do. So think it through. Maybe you have some extra space in your home. Maybe you have a whole house to host. Or maybe you're going on vacation and your home is just going to be sitting empty. In every case, you can Airbnb it. You already have the space, so it won't be a huge adjustment. Yeah, I mean, the way I see it, if you're not using your space, you've got two options. You can either let it just sit there empty, or you can do some optimizing and make some money off of it. Really, if you think about it, you already have an Airbnb. You just need to start using it. Your home, it might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. I got my first life insurance policy almost a decade ago. And hey, I'm still kicking it. I very much hope that trend continues, Matt. And since then, I've actually added coverage via Policy Genius. And if you out there, you're listening and you're worried that this is going to be a massive pain getting life insurance, think again. Policy Genius made it an incredibly easy process. If you have loved ones who rely on you and your income, life insurance is a crucial part of your financial plan. Not only does it provide a financial backstop for your family, it also gives you peace of mind too. Plus, the longer you wait, the more rates go up because life insurance rates typically increase as you get older. So if this is something you've been putting off, it's time to make it happen now. That's right. Yeah. And even if you already have a life insurance policy through work, it may not offer enough protection for your family's needs. And it may not follow you if you leave your job. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. So save time and money and provide your family with a financial safety net using Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. Hey folks, it's Matt. I've got to tell you about something new I've been trying this year. I've been drinking a little Health Aid kombucha every day, and I feel amazing. It comes in so many delicious flavors, but my favorites so far are Pink Lady Apple and Ginger Lemon. So what exactly is Health Aid kombucha? Well, it is a fermented, bubbly, probiotic tea that's good for your gut. 
It's blended with real fruit juice and it's super thirst quenching, a little sweet and a little tangy and very refreshing. I'm sure you've heard about the importance of gut health and supporting uh, your overall health. It's something I've read up on a good bit over the past year, which is why I've made Health Aid Kombucha a part of my everyday routine. Literally every afternoon I'll have some. It's super easy and it's affordable too. My favorite grocery store, Aldi, they carry it as well. If you want to give it a try and see how great you can feel, look for the brown bottle with an anchor and make Health Aid Kombucha your go-to for a healthier, happier you. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Along those lines, too, is to know your local options when it comes to stores. So whether it be a liquor store or a package store or uh, a, a store that's only selling craft beer, there, a lot of them are going to carry the same similar stuff, but they're going to have a variety of prices for whatever reason. And if you're looking specifically for a deal, one of those stores is going to probably be selling for a little bit more of a discount than some of the others. Well, when I was visiting my folks over the holidays, I came across this like outlet beer store. I mean, it was, it wasn't just beer, but it was, it had everything, but literally had outlet in the name. <laughs> and I snacked some beers at a really, at some really good prices. And I've, and it's a newer place and it's opened up and it's locally owned. My mom actually knows who owns it. <laughs> oh, nice. Which is super cool. And just because of their volume. I mean, this place was massive. It's not like one of these cute, you know, smaller mom and pop uh, package stores. But man, you better believe next time I, I go back to visit, I'm going to check by there again and see and see what they have in stock. Yeah. Well, and sometimes if you get to know the person at your local beer store, ask for a discount if you buy a case. And I know like some beer stores in town will literally give you a discount. like Just, five- for, just for asking? Five or 10% for buying a case. So if you buy four six packs yeah. at the same time, even of different beers. Mm-hmm. Oh, they, really? Yeah. They nice. will give you a, like a mixed case discount. And so sometimes you just got to ask and say, if I buy, buy kind of in a little bit of bulk here, will you give me like a little bit of a discount? Yeah. It doesn't hurt to ask, man. Kind man, of, we ought to do a, let's do an episode soon on, uh, on asking for a discount. Cause I feel like you're really oh, good. Yeah. You're really good at this. You're always asking for the, the nice guy discount, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> just cause, you know, like yeah. you're, you're friendly and. Yeah, it never hurts to ask. We'll definitely do an episode on that because that's something I'm super into and I think people don't take enough advantage of. So we'll do that in the near future. All right, Matt. Ways to save money on beer that aren't worth it. So drinking swill. You're not you're not for that, right? <laughs> no, man. So if you're just... I, there was a, a time I used to sometimes drink craft beer and sometimes drink Miller High Life. And those days are past. Are they really? They're past. You're, you're really not willing to ever drink... Uh, there's two a times domestic lager. No, there's just a couple times I'm actually willing to do it. And it's at like shows. If we're going to see a band at our local venue, high life's like $2 and I'm willing to do it when I'm watching a band play or after mowing the lawn, something like that. Yeah. But, but it's pretty rare and I don't keep it on hand. Yeah. It's not often that you're out there cutting the grass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I, or I don't need a beer necessarily after I do it, but yeah. if someone were to hand me one, I would drink it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just one of those things that, I'm not willing to do for the most part anymore. And I'm just not going to waste my time yeah. and my life <laughs> drinking crap beer. Yeah. Even the past few times that we've gone to the beach, we're not, we're not pulling up with our uh, little, little soft sided cooler full of Miller high lifes or PBR. We've got some nicer, nicer beers, man. We're finding those perfect beach beers. Yeah. Some of those sours, some of those easier, light, lighter drinking IPAs. Yep. Anything usually below 5%. Because we got kids that were watching, yeah. so low ABV, well, and it's really hot. tasty you, stuff. We want to actually stay hydrated, and and a lot of those lower ABV beers are going to be more refreshing when it comes to you know hanging out on the beach. Yeah, yeah. So drinking crap beer, no way. <laughs> Drink craft beer. Yeah, yeah. Not craft crap. Yeah. <laughs> so w- another way to save money on beer that isn't worth it to me 
drinking like some of that store brand oh, beer. Yeah. You know, how many, how many of those have you uh, tried before? You're talking like the Trader Joe's stuff. Well, Trader Joe's. Yeah. I've tried they've, some of their got stuff. Some of their stuff. It's, it's pretty bad. It's not very there. Every Christmas though, they come out with one that is brewed by this Belgian brewery. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. They, it's like a, they do a collaboration or like a co-op or something. Yeah. With that it. beer is always excellent, but most of their stuff that you find on their shelves throughout the year, their IPA, whatever it's called, um, uh, one of them's simpler times, simpler yeah. times, <laughs> simpler times lager or something. They're like, uh, trying to tap into that nostalgia of being like back before beers were complicated simpler times. <laughs> oh, everything tastes like piss. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that beer definitely is that. Sorry, Trader Joe's. I love you. Yeah. Uh, I and, love, I love Trader Joe's and I love Aldi, but man, I am not yep. going to drink Aldi beer. I think we, one, one time I was just like, man, you never know. Let me let me let me grab one of these and see how it how it goes. I was talk, talking with a buddy yesterday who like good. likes beer, but he's like, oh man, if you try anything at Aldi, I don't know. I'm kind of really? kind of. I think he's tried a couple, and he and he he was kind of like convincing himself that it's okay. He was trying. Yeah, he was trying <laughs> to say, yeah, it's okay. And uh, <laughs> but I can tell deep, well, maybe, deep down he wasn't satisfied. Yeah, and he actually specifically requested. He said, "Will you record a show on how to find good beer oh, at really? a reasonable price?" <laughs> and I said, "Yes, sir, we will." Uh, because yeah, the Aldi beer, the Kirkland Signature beer from Costco, the the store branded beers are usually they're really bad. Yeah, uh, it's it's not something I'm willing to to sacrifice on. You know, like I, I'll buy the cheap toilet paper. Oh man, even Aldi lately they've been rolling out this awesome coffee. Uh, you had some yeah, of them the other day, that, right? Like that uh, Guatemalan or, or, or organic Honduran, Honduran or something, yeah, the Honduran. Right? Oh gosh, that's really good. Yeah, it's really really good. There's there's a and you know maybe that's because we're not doing a podcast about fancy coffee with <laughs> and, and trying to save money. Uh, pour over, not pour, uh, would be our <laughs> alter egos. But but yeah, I mean for me it's good enough, right? Like their coffee and some of their other things that they sell. But beer, Mm-mm. not one of them. Staying away from the beer. I'll I'll buy almost anything else at Aldi, but I'm staying away from the beer. So if you're in a craft beer, I think you know you spend a dollar more a six pack and you get Sierra Nevada or one of those baseline national well, players. Well worth it. Yeah, you can get some really good beers for a reasonable price. So the caveat about drinking these store branded beers, just be wary. Most of them aren't that great. Uh, you might find a rare gem. And if you do, please tweet at us. We'd love to know. Oh, yeah. Uh, but most of them aren't that great. If you want to save money on beer, we had all, we came up with all these other ways for you to do it. Check those things out. Joel, thoughts on the Lindemann's Oud Creek? I'm a huge fan. I love this beer. Essentially, if you want to get into Lambic's, like a really good one at a reasonable price, it's this one. Go for this one. And I particularly love the ones with fruit and this yeah. one has copious amounts of cherries. Yeah. Yeah. The fruit, the fruited lambics are kind of where it's at. I mean, if you're looking to kind of get in, into the lambics, I mean, in general, the, the fruited ones, but specifically Creek, which is the cherry is by far the most popular style. You're going to see way more of that in your local store. And I, for good reason, they're, I think they're probably the tastiest ones out there and yeah. a lot of people like them and definitely worth a try. Delicious. Tons of cherries coming through. This is a beer I could drink often and frequently. Uh, and if, if you want to get into one that doesn't have like kind of the artificial sweetness taste, this is oh, a perfect yeah. one to jump into at 10 or 11 bucks, probably at your local bottle shop. It's got that nice cherry fruit, but at the same time it drinks real dry. It almost feels somewhat tannic. Yeah. You know, like tea, like it's kind of got that, that nice dry clean finish where it kind of just makes you want to drink more. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, you know what I'm talking about? I'm going to pick it right back up the glass yeah. and take another sip. Exactly. It's not like that super juicy kind of fruit. It kind of, it kind of dries out and leaves, leaves your mouth feeling nice and clean and super tart. Gotta love it. All right, Joel. So let's go ahead and uh, do a quick recap. Yeah. So ways to get a deal on craft beer. Number one, brew your own beer. Consider brewing at home and saving money. If you are doing it just to cut costs, you could probably get your beer costs down to 50 cents a beer for do, good beers do it on the cheap and get to hang out with your friends as well yeah. um then after that you can drink at home and obviously i mean we're not just talking about your own home brew but going out buying some beers at the store and bringing them home you don't have to necessarily be sitting on a restaurant's patio sit on your own patio crack open a beer you'll, you'll be able to drink better and even more if, you, if you're so inclined uh then if you were to go out to a restaurant where you're also going to be you know, paying for service, paying for tax, paying for tip. And you, you can even invite your friends and neighbors over for that. So yeah, yeah. man, I want to see more patio drinking like on people's 
actual patios. You know, like that's the kind of neighborhood I want to live Dude, in. Dude, once we get out of this cold weather, we're going to be doing oh, that man, a lot. I can't wait for it to warm up. That's going to be our probably number one way. That's like, that's yeah. how we do it the yeah. most. What's next? Happy hours and local specials. So figure out what breweries and local restaurants have deals on beers, maybe between four to six or four to seven or whatever it is, uh, Tuesday nights, Thursday nights, find out who's offering really good beer at a decent price throughout the week. And consider too going directly to the brewery. A lot of breweries are going to have their beers on draft and it's going to be really affordable and it's going to be super fresh straight from the source. Next way to save money on craft beer is buying bigger quantities, six packs, 12 packs, cases uh, of good beer. You can find them now and you're going to save a lot of money buying that way as opposed to buying single bombers of beer. That's just going to be a much cheaper way per ounce to get good beer. Yeah, and don't be afraid to shop the discount shelf. A, a lot of liquor stores are going to have this. Look around for it. You might have to even ask. Uh, it might be kind of kind of tucked away or hidden in the corner. But take a look on there. Avoid the IPAs and stick with maybe some of the darker beers like stouts uh, or some sours. Or definitely if you see a Lambic on there, go ahead and grab it. And then if you're not sure where to start, check out some of the national craft breweries like Sierra Nevada, Lagunitas, New Belgium, Founders. And those bigger brewers are essentially making big enough quantities that they can lower their costs a little bit. And you're going to be able to find better prices on six packs and 12 packs from some of those guys. You might be able to get your cost close to a dollar a beer for some of their really good beers in 12 packs. You're going to be getting really close to that price point, And that's pretty dang good in my opinion. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. Our home on the web is howtomoney.com. Be sure to check it out. We'll have our show notes up there for you. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to this show. Until next time, buddy. Best friends out. Best friends out. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, it's Matt here for Health Aid Kombucha. This bubbly probiotic tea blended with real fruit juice is deliciously thirst-quenching and great for your gut health. Health Aid Kombucha comes in many flavors like Pink Lady Apple, Passion Fruit Tangerine, and Ginger Lemon, which is one of my favorites since it has that extra ginger kick. I'm a big fan, though the kids prefer the, the mango lemonade. It's organic, it's non-GMO, and a great alternative to sodas and other sugary drinks. Just look for the brown bottle with an anchor in your local stores. Give it a try today. Make Health Aid Kombucha your go-to for a healthier, happier you. Supercharge your work decks with AI-powered Canva presentations. All you do is start with a prompt. You describe your, your presentation in a few words, and Canva presentations will generate captivating slides that you can then customize in seconds. Canva presentations are designed for every workplace and every department. Whether you work in sales, marketing, HR, ops, and more, Canva presentations can generate any deck you want for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can save time on any presentation with AI. Generate slides and seconds with Canva presentations at canva.com. Designed for work. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome.